Check out the rest of Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm. And of course, over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at NerdToKnowMedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM. Community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Darrow O'Connor on the... Alright folks, and we are back here on the Wrestling Rewind here on YouTube, Twitch, Phoenix 92.5 FM, and everywhere you can find us. And of course, in association with True Penny Channel and Nerd2 No Media. Um, Impact had a phenomenal show over the weekend. I don't know if you guys saw, but you should have. Impact Rebellion. Rebellion, sorry. 2021. And this was a huge show for a number of reasons. A paradigm shift show, which we haven't actually seen the impact, no pun intended, of just yet. For the first time ever, the Impact Wrestling and AEW World titles were up for grabs in the highest stakes match in recent history as Rich Swan battled Kenny Omega in the main event of the Rebellion pay-per-view on Sunday night. Um, three titles are on the line. All the belts. And you know me, guys. I love belts. So, yeah, it was good. But before we get to that, let's talk about the card in general. So, the X Division title was on the line in a three-way dance with J, sorry, TJP, Josh Alexander, and Ace Austin. Ace Austin, of course, defending the belt. Um... Super good match, super good match, great, like, explosive action, uh, it was the X Division, man, you know, it was great, and look who's in there, Josh Alexander, Josh Alexander obviously being kind of the straight man of this whole thing, uh, Austin Ace was fantastic, and, you know, JPG obviously was just in there, oh, sorry, TJP was just in there to do the splashes, it was great, um, really, really, really enjoyed this, um, your winner is Alexander, so, I think you're gonna have, like, a was it Doug Williams? Yeah, Doug Williams when he was doing the stray man uh, with the the X Division where no flips. I think you're going to see that now more grounded punishment in the X Division. Um, this is going to be cool. I'm really excited to see Alexander's uh, title right. It's going to be super fun. B plus, I would say that, yeah. Definitely a super good match. Eight man tag team match. The V D, sorry, V B D versus Storm, Saban, Edwards. And Mac. Um, yeah, man. Uh, good match. Really good match. Um, we had a surprise debut here. 
of um, formerly Big Cass, now known as W. Morrissey. So now violent by design, Joe Daring, Rhino and Diener. So, you know, we're, we're going to see some cool things, I think. You know, Eric Young, obviously this is his group. He was out from injury, so you know, bringing in someone like Big Cass is uh, on its on its surface. I'm not a big fan of it. I I don't like when they do this, but this makes sense. You know, you need to have you need to have that power. You need to have that um that oomph factor. And with Eric Young being out, is a perfect time to bring in someone. And I think bringing in uh, Big Cass or W Morrissey is is cool. You know, I really like um I like the other team. Uh, you know, I love uh, James Storm and Chris Saban. Eddie Edwards, not so much, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, I just can't get into him since he moved away from the Wolves. Uh, but Willie Mack, you know, friend of the show. It's great to see him in there with the lads. And uh, yeah, man, this was a fun match. Violent by the sign, obviously, um, picked up the win there. So Morrissey is on the on the board uh, in his debut. So fair play to him. I would say, yeah, a B. Macadonna and Brian Mears did not like this match. Have nothing to say about it. C plus, I think is fair. Knockouts tag team championship match. Oh my god, this was a really, really, really fun match. Fire and Flav. Uh, Flavor defeated. Um, sorry, um, defeated Jordan Grace and uh, Rachel Airy here. This was a fun match. Uh, it was what it was. Erring and Grace defeated Fire and Flav to win the titles. Uh, C plus. Yeah, look. As I said, the knockouts, the knockouts division has been better. It's also been worse. Um, I, I'm not a fan of the knockouts tag team cha- championships in general. I think they're kind of superfluous. But it was what it was. You know, everyone looked right here. Uh, it was a nice little kind of uh, cool down spot. Cool down match. And um, yeah, it was okay. You know, I think all these girls have a really good future ahead of them. Um, but for the time being, it was fine. You know, the next match is the one I want to talk about. Uh, last man standing the match, Trey Miguel uh, versus Sammy Callahan. Uh, again, so Sammy's MO is doing these crazy matches, right? Uh, this was a very personal feud. And... Um, you know, it was what it was. There was weapon shots. There was crazy, over the top dives, um, crazy moves all the way throughout, and then the finish came with Miguel doing a cutter um, through the table, and Miguel got the win. So you know, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't. I was expecting Callahan to win, but again, but again, like Callahan has been doing this for so long that to put people over makes more sense. So this was to yeah there you go I, as the as the author of this I don't know who wrote it but it's on the Bleacher Report, uh you know the show was this was to get Miguel over and it did you know this is a really good way to build, um, to build someone up. It's it's a typical Cactus Jack kind of match you know where you're trying to show the toughness or heart of someone. So you throw them in someone in there with a killer and he's going to be able to do it. So that's that was the goal of the match and they did it. Finn Justice versus the Good Brothers. Now remember the Good Brothers had the tag belts and they lost them. So they on it they were still uh, they were still there. Um and this is what happened. Finn Justice defeated the Good Brothers to retain the tag team piles. 
Um, it was just a straight tag team match. There was nothing really other to say. This I don't really like Finn Juice, but um, you know, they look great in this match. And of course, uh, working on the the New Japan kind of stuff, you know. So hey, man, if you like tag team wrestling, Impact has you covered. If you like wrestling in general, Impact have you covered. But this was a fun match. Uh, this, I love this match. Uh, obviously, you know, if you're a long time fan of the show, Dave loves uh, Diana Prosso, and we both love Emma Danielle Tashwood with Caleb with a K. This was this for me the match didn't I? I thought this was great. Uh, <laughs> um, this was a fun. Fun, fun match. Uh, a B minus here with Perazzo defeating Tashwood to uh, retain the belt. This is for me uh, match of the night, uh, feud of the year, and um, yeah, man, and it, it was great. This is what I wanted since we started covering Impact on the show, so uh, I was happy. Fair play. And uh, of course, the main event, hashtag our new Impact World Champion Kenny. Oh, mega. One thing I loved about this show, well, I love the show in general, but one thing that was really cool, Maro uh, Ronaldo was there calling this match. And, man, he made it feel huge. It was great. Great, great, great. Presentation was fantastic. Match was great. Fair play to Rich Swan. We knew this was going to happen. We said it. We knew Rich Swan was never going to win this. He lost both his belts. And, um... But look like a million books, you know. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens here. What they talk about on Impact, talk about on AEW. Obviously, you had a bunch of AEW people, including Tony Khan. He was in the in the crowd as well. So a super fun match. Um, but yeah, man. Literally, one wing angel delivered after a vicious V trigger, and that was it. One, two, three. I would agree, A+, plus. that is fair, but, um, this is, I don't think this has ever legit happened before, outside of the, you know, when Taz won the ECW belt from Mike Awesome a couple of years ago, 20 years ago, this is a different situation, this is kind of, I like this, you know, what it means for Impact, I don't know, I'm a little bit concerned, but, Omega, you know, legit, The you know, I think the call, um, Ronaldo said, you know, he's legit, the best professional wrestler in the world. And as you know, as controversial and kind of weird as that claim is, definitely a case made for it. You know, um, I've always been a fan of Kenny Omega. And I love seeing him in an impact ring. All those belts are cool, man. You know, it's it's such an old school wrestling gimmick, you know, but I love it. So if you haven't seen this pay-per-view, totally do. There's some great matches to see. The women's matches, um, is definitely one of the main reasons the opener and of course this as well that's three phenomenal matches which is definitely worth your time and i think this is like the game changer this is like they're saying this is the biggest uh high stakes win of the year of the year and um definitely one that you should check out so guys uh i would give the show a solid b plus um it's a fantastic show it's on the impact plus app which I use it on the Roku box. I think it's great. Um, if you haven't used it yet, um, you can sign up, and but they also have a bunch of free content as well. And the content is really decent. They also give out free shows as well. Impact Plus app. If you haven't seen it, definitely uh, download it. Get the show Impact Rebellion 2021. Totally worth your time. You will not be disappointed. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe, like the video, comment below. Don't forget, we are live 
you can ring in as well. We have working phone lines. We are live every Friday night, 11.30 p.m., 6.30 p.m. And uh, the best way to find out is what we're talking about, the community posts. We do community posts, so we do let you know. Also, you can go to our social medias. All the link is on the channel. So, uh, we'll see you in the next video. Bye, guys. All right, guys. Welcome back to the channel. Um, a bit of a different bit of a different video here. So, I got to be on the WWE Thunderdome uh, two weeks ago. Not last SmackDown, SmackDown before. And I just kind of want to talk about what it's actually like. Um... It's very good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, I've been to a bunch of WWE shows uh, in the UK. You know, SmackDown tapings, Raw tapings, NXT tapings, all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, it, does it feel different? Yeah. Does it feel the same? Yeah. It's weird. It's like, so you sign up um, and then, you you know, you get a video, you get a, a link um, to an email on the day. And then you're brought on, you're kind of just watching this. It's all done through the browser. And, you know, they give you certain rules that you have to follow. So, you can, you know, if anyone's seen the show, obviously, you know, my background is not clean. Um, it's very busy. So, I had to move into a separate room and find the whitest area I could and sit behind it. Or, sorry, sit in front of it and then uh, set my iPad up. And, uh, yeah, then there's some guy, they give you a feed of the show. And it's weird because there's some guy that shows up and he's like, hey, you know. Get the chairs up. Here's such and such coming. Come on, clap. And it's literally like that. And then uh, it's cool because it's like that's obviously a producer um, of the show. And when you're on, when you're there in person, they do the same thing as well during commercial. Not as aggressively as that, but uh, during commercials and stuff like that. Like, okay, we're going to commercial. We're back from commercial. Start cheering. So it is. It does kind of feel like you're there. You know, it, it's a weird kind of thing. It feels like you're actually. A, a, an audience member so I do have to hand it to WWE that's that's cool it's really really good Um, obviously you don't stay in the same spot the whole night <laughs> so you move around a bit because you know you're kind of you're kind of watching yourself to see what's up and you know I was on the hard camera a little bit and then I ended up behind the announcers Um, so I didn't I you know I, I would have been disappointed if I had never done it you know because i wanted to see what the story was and how it actually works and you know if it is you know what it's actually like you know and um i wasn't disappointed you know it's, it's kind of weird because you're they want you to cheer and stuff and obviously that you know it's fake crowd noises that they they pipe in because there's no way that could be real crowd noises but you know if you lose yourself to the whole thing where you, you start cheering and clapping and boom you actually enjoy the show a lot more. Like first, you know, ten minutes, I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, hopefully they kick me soon because I kind of want to go to bed. But then I got into it, and I was just like, "You know what? No, we'll just pretend like we're actually at the show." And you know, that that would be my recommendation. If you go, then obviously don't scream your house down, but you know, do like clapping or cheering or whatever. You know, um, depending on what. If you're in, if you're in the US, go for it. But if you're in Europe, uh, yeah, maybe. Be you know don't don't scream and shout at two in the morning, but um, that'd be my advice. You know, get into it, have fun, and uh, that it's actually a really good experience. Don't do it on Raw. Also, my advice because Raw is a night a nightmarish punishment from the the ninth circle of hell. But SmackDown, uh, SmackDown's great. Obviously, the wrestling in SmackDown is a lot better, and the show's a lot more fun and two hours, which is great too. Um, 
that's what I'd say. So there's no way I would ever sit through Raw under any circumstances. And SmackDown was a was a, was a much better choice. So if you are going to do it, you you just go to I think it's a register at Thunderdome or something. Just just Google or use the Brave browser, and um on DuckDuckGo pop in, you know, register for Thunderdome SmackDown, and you'll get the link, and then they'll they'll sort you out there. You know, but fair play, top marks the WWE. They've rolled out this really, really cool concept. It's a fun night. Um, it's free, which is also really good. And, um, you know, it, it, it's the best thing we're going to be able to do until stuff's back open again and we can actually go to wrestling uh, in real life. But, you know, I have to say, I, I really wasn't expecting this to be something that I would do a segment on because, I, you know, I didn't know it was, it was going to be, you know, it was going to be kind of crappy. But it's not. It's really fun. Uh, definitely worth something doing before they get rid of it. Absolutely. You know, if you get the chance, you know, clear a Friday night and, uh, you know, register and go. It's great. So fair play to WWE. And we'll talk to you. in. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the channel. Finally getting around to talk about WrestleMania night two. I know myself and Dave did a two hour stream on night one, but we didn't get around to night two. So I'm going to do that now. And this, of course, comes from C net.com uh the way they've done this is weird <laughs> i had to scroll down half the page to get it but look it is what it is the night this night two opened up with randy orton defeating the fiend uh yeah and this sums it up the best and that guy stole my gif how dare you sir jim valley stealing my gif i did post the exact same thing on my twitter at darrow wv um yeah not a good match <laughs> Not a good match. Made no sense. Remember in storyline. The Fiend was burned alive by Randy Orton. Uh, magically comes back. And then is the. And they have a normal match. Now uh, you know me and Dave did say that this was going to be a. Some kind of stipulation. No it was just a normal match. Normal match. And um, Fiend basically was rejuvenated for some reason. And Alexa Bliss came out of a box. Which they didn't know was a box. And um, Goo came out of her face and The Fiend was beaten by an RKO. So, yeah. Not a good match. Not a good ending to a not-so-good feud. Moving on, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler retained their tag team titles against Natalia and Tamina. This match, not a good match. Uh, I was sad that Natalia and Tamina won the women's uh, tag team tournament match. But look... It is what it is. Shayna Baszler's cool. I like Shayna Baszler. Nia Jax, not so much. Um, it was what it was. A poor match. Night 2 did not start off well. Uh, then we had what really triggered people online. Uh, Logan Paul showing up for the Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens match. I don't care about Logan Paul. A lot of people do. Uh, and I I had this discussion, I had this, well, it wasn't a discussion, there's a, there's an Irish group on Facebook, um, where I was trying to explain this to someone, and, uh, you know, they didn't understand how social media works, or how, you know, modern pop culture works, where Logan Paul's the, the most popular thing there, with, with the certain demographic that they want, like, I don't care about Logan Paul, a lot of people listening don't care about Logan Paul, a lot of people do, and that's why he was there, and look, after Raw, I I was on the SmackDown after um after uh after WrestleMania and yeah man, all the headlines that they showed on the screen 
this was a massive success for WWE to get eyes on the product and to let people know, hey, look, it was going on. And so it worked. The match itself was okay. Um, had no problem with the match. Um, some nasty spots. Um, I would have liked them have to do a little bit more. But I agree. Uh, it was a four-star match. L5. Um, fun, enjoyable. Kevin Owens, obviously, you know, put Kevin Owens over huge. And he stunned Logan Paul. That's what you want, right? Um, best best match so far. Then there was a really decent match with Sheamus and Riddle. Um, I didn't think these guys would work so well, but then again, when it makes sense with the, you know, the small guy, big guy, um, dynamic, and it was cool to see Sheamus win the belt. Right, I was, you know, anytime Sheamus wins, I'm happy. Uh, super nice guy, obviously from Ireland. Met him a bunch of times. Um, but and it's you know. You got to support your own, right? So fair play to Seamus for picking up the W there, and holy hell, he uh, <laughs> he took Riddle's head off. Um, so yeah, this was a good match, really good match. Uh, next up was a Nigerian drum fight. We didn't know what this was. Basically, a holes barred match, uh, kind of silly, kind of dumb. And Apollo Cruz uh, was the winner. So I'd give this one and a half stars. What did your man give it? Two and a half, fair enough. Yeah, I agree. It it, it took hard. Uh, the Nigerian drum drum fight situation made it very hard to take seriously. Uh, it came off really, really, really dumb, and that's coming from WWE. Uh, next up, Rhea Ripley defeated Oscar. Um, look, happy for Rhea Ripley. She deserved her moment in the sun because she didn't get it last year. Sad to see Oscar lose though, man. I love Oscar. I think she's great. Um. But it is what it is. I was on Twitter. Uh, a lot of people were really happy for Rhea. So fair play to her. Match wasn't great. It was kind of flat. Um, you know when when Oscar isn't working the super crazy mega heel, it's it's kind of hard. You know to uh, you know kind of click with certain people. And with Rhea Ripley, it just wasn't there. Although thank, thank God it wasn't with Charlotte because I just never want to see Charlotte and Rhea Ripley again, or with Oscar, or or Charlotte in general. <laughs> Not that I I hate her. I just Seeing Charlotte enough, right? Just come on, just stop now. Go to AEW. There's a whole other bunch of women there. You're impact, you know. Loads of women you can work with. Just stay away from WWE. That'd be great. And the main event, uh, as you can see here on the gifts, Roman Reigns retained his Universal Championship against Edge and Daniel Bryan. This was a great match. This was a really Really solid match. And what did he give it? 4.5. So I would agree. Yeah, that's that's a, that's fair. That is fair. Uh, really solid match. I You know, I don't really like triple threat matches at WrestleMania. I believe uh, at WrestleMania matches, the main event should always be a singles match. Call me whatever you want. But that's what I that's what I think. Um, this was a fun match. Really, really solid match. Um, I, it, you know, it could have been anybody. Anyone could have won this and it would have made sense. It would have been a great story. But the way... Roman Reigns won, putting Edge on top of Daniel Bryan and pinning two of them. Holy cow. Absolutely just, you know, it was great. Uh, Edge and Bryan did the double submission move. That was fun too. Um, but yeah, look, this made Roman Reigns look even more dominant. And not like, you know, a Cena, you know, make him look strong. He literally looked like he was a killer, you know. <laughs> and, you know, having, um, was it Jey Uso? Yeah, Jey Uso run in and... Um, you know, mess things up was fun too. And look, it's great. They told a great story. It was the match of the night on a very poor second 
excuse me, a very poor second night. Um, but it was definitely one to watch. Overall, night two wasn't as good as night one, as you can tell by the review being under ten minutes, and night one being, you know, about two hour, about two hours. Um, it really does. It really does kind of talk about um, the quality dip. Again, if this had a... And here's the thing about WrestleMania being two nights. I was okay with this being meh, you know? But if this had been at the end... If this had been one night and this had been at the end of it... I would have been pissed, man. I would have been like... All the good things we said about night one would have been overshadowed by this. By this. Not garbage. Because it wasn't garbage. Some of it was. But it was overstuffed. And I think having over the two nights is a nice breakup... Where you can have your trash, but then it's also there's enough there that you're like, okay, well, you know what? It wasn't four, it wasn't it wasn't twelve million hours. It was just four hours or just three hours, and it was fine. I can go to work the next day and not be tired. Um, and that's what this felt like. It, it was it was nice, you know. If WWE go back to night one, make sure your show is awesome from top to bottom. Don't overstuff it. That's the thing. If they're going back to WrestleMania night one, sorry, as one night, don't make it eight hours. Four hours is enough wrestling for anybody. I love wrestling. I'm watching wrestling my entire life. Four hours is enough. I don't need nine hours. Nobody needs nine hours of wrestling on one night. They just don't. That's that's ridiculous. So, and that shows it here. The night two thing, yeah, it wasn't as good. Night one was fantastic. And the damage night two would have done really shows, hey man, you don't need all this wrestling. You know? To be fair, WrestleMania could have just been the first night. Would have been fine too. But uh, guys, let us know what you thought in the comments below. Did you like WrestleMania? Did you like Wrestle? Which one did you prefer? I think it's going to be night one. But if you did like night two or if you disagree with me, let me know in the comments below. The best way you can help support the channel is going into the comments below. Leaving comments, liking the video, subscribing. That really helps us out a lot. We'll talk to you in the next video. Hey everybody, thanks for checking out the channel here on YouTube, The Wrestling Rewind. A lot of news to get through. Uh, we were supposed to do a show. Um, of course, we do a show every Friday at uh, 6.30pm Eastern or 11.30 uh, Greenwich Mean Time. There is, uh, we're supposed to show, we just didn't get around to it. Um, Dave is still uh, quasi-off, um, but we are trying to get some content out as soon as we can, um, but look, there's so much news to get through, I said I'll do a couple of videos, so I have a bunch of videos, uh, going to hit the channel soon, best way you can help with the channel, like, subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you think about these issues, and uh, we will talk about them, so the first story here is obviously the bunch of releases that happened from WWE, um, as a cost-cutting measure, uh, and that's kind of silly, obviously WWE has had the best year in their history, not creatively, because you know, as we talk about on the show, it's creatively bankrupt. But um, you know, financially, they're doing incredibly well, um, incredibly well. So this is a load of BS. The first and most surprising name was Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe released April uh, to twenty twenty one. This one really shocked me. Obviously, he was on WrestleMania um, the first night on commentary in a poncho. <laughs> which is not a good way to use Samoa Joe in my humble opinion um, but he's gone and he's done and that's it basically there was a bunch of injuries um, concussion shooting uh, commercial took him out he hurt his thumb 
and a few other bits and pieces and it looked like he just wasn't cleared so what's going to happen with joe at least he's the most um not i'm not gonna say the most valuable but the one with the highest upside going forward um is samoa joe so i think he'll be okay he'll bounce back uh probably end up in AEW or impact but uh yeah man definitely a bummer uh next up billy k again they broke up the iconics for no reason and she is out there i really like billy k i like the iconics as well but um ridiculous there was no there was no reason there was no reason for this at all um on wrestlemania they had her in the women's tag team turmoil match which you know obviously we talked about it was super fun and then they cut her. Uh, this is a shame. Hopefully she goes to AEW. Uh, or even... Uh, no, even Impact. I think she'd be great in Impact. Working with... Uh, you know, uh, Danelle Tashwood. I think it'd be... Um, that's where she needs to be. Peyton Royce, again. Someone who... You know, there was no reason for her to... Uh, there was no reason for her to... To be... Gotten rid of. They broke up... They broke up the... the they broke up these tag teams. They they split up what they wanted to do with the women, and then they just got got rid of them. There was no reason for it, you know. They should have just they should have taught us true, you know. The the women's division in WWE is the only thing worth watching, in my opinion. Um, and they cut out you know phenomenal talent, but again, Impact exists, AEW exists now. I I'm you know really don't like that whole oh they can go to, but in this case, I think it makes uh, the most sense. Mickey James, this was sad. Um, and the way they treat her as well really sucked. Um, where they sent her her stuff back in a garbage bag. Not cool, WWE, not a good look. Um, but again, like Mickey James, obviously she is one of those um you know, standout talents. Bring her back in as a legend and then give her um give her a legend deal and put her in the Hall of Fame. You know, come on. Mickey James. You know, she she doesn't need to be an active wrestler. But I think that would be a much uh, cooler way of doing things. I don't know who this person is. But Chelsea Green. I have no idea who she is. Kalisto. Again, not a big loss. Not a big surprise. Tucker. Uh, you feel you feel bad for Tucker. Him and uh, Otis um, got split up. And he's gone. So you'll probably see him on AEW very soon. Bo Dallas. Now this one makes no sense. The biggest thing that WWE have right now is The Fiend. The Fiend is all the rage. Well, until they, they did what they did at WrestleMania. But, um, yeah, man. Like, the why didn't they bring him in? Why didn't they have the Wyatt family um, 2.0 or have him as some kind of element in The Fiend storyline? It doesn't make any sense to cut Bo Dallas like this, you know, and I, I like Bo Dallas, I think he's great, I think he, you know, he had a bad run of it, because they didn't really know what he was doing, again, in NXT, he was, I think he's the longest reigning NXT champion, uh, correct me in the comments below if I'm wrong, probably am, but, um, yeah, no, that's, that sucks, man, you know, it really is, um, another surprising one, WB Creative, there's no excuse for this, there's, there's no excuse to get rid of a talent like Bo Dallas, particularly when you have his brother, as your biggest gimmick, you know, you mean you can't do anything with him. You can't bring him in and have some kind of. It just it's it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And uh, yeah, Wesley Blake. Okay, no loss there. Andrade. Yeah, Andrade was. <laughs> we knew he was gone. 
when uh, WWE kind of finished with them. But they were the big releases uh, over the past, uh, after WrestleMania, their, their WrestleMania um, annual spring cleaning. Um, what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.